Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is there anyone online to pray this morning? This is Mother Curtis. Hello? Is there anyone on the line for pray, to pray this morning? Father, we just thank you and we praise you. You're everything to us. You're all we need. You're our beginning, our ending, and everything in between. 
Lord, we just bless your most holy and everlasting name. You're wonderful. You loved us so much that you gave your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Then, Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. And you did that for us while we were yet sinners. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We thank you, Father, and we praise you, your everything to us. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless every one of our children and our children's children throughout every generation, Lord, in the name of Jesus. If they have not been washed in the blood, Lord, in the name of Jesus, cause them to humble themselves before you and pray and seek your face and turn from every wicked way. In the name of Jesus, and you wash them afresh in the blood of the Lamb. We thank you and we praise you and keep them covered, Lord. And wherever they are, working, in school, wherever, Lord, you bless them to to stay under the shadow of your wing. In the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask you to bless every marriage. You know the needs. You know all about them. You made them. Bless them to the women to to be there for their husbands, doing the things that they would for you because we are to love our husbands as you, as the church, love you. And we thank you, Lord, and we dearly love you. And we honor you and we praise and worship you in the holy name of Jesus, Father. We thank you and we praise you. You're everything to us. And the husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church. He suffered and died and gave himself for the church. Lord, have mercy on the marriages. Cause them all to seek your face. In the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus, turning from every wicked way, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. Bless the church family, Lord. You know our needs. You know all about us. You made us. In the name of Jesus, cause us to live for you, love you with everything that is within us, love you with all of our hearts, all of our souls, all of our minds, and with all of our strength and our neighbor as ourselves. Lord, you told us to love like that. You told us to love our enemies, Lord, and we must love them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, and we praise you. We love our enemies. Pray for those that hate us. Bless those that curse us, and pray for those that despitefully use us and persecute us. Lord, put that kind of love in us for everybody, all of your people, Lord. In the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. And Lord, we ask you to bless every pastor, every apostle, every teacher, every preacher. Bless us all to please you in everything, Lord. Bless us all to humble ourselves before you and pray and seek your face and turn from every wicked way. Lord, we are examples to your people. We preach and we teach them to live for you, to love you, and to do your will. And Lord, cause us all to have that as a pattern in our lives to please you, to love you, to do what you said to do, 
And as we teach others, we walk before them in the mighty name of Jesus, showing them the way, showing them that it can be done, showing them that it must be done. Ah, we love you, Lord, and we praise your most holy and everlasting name. And, Father, we thank you for our apostle. We thank you that he's in school. He's studying to be what you want him to be, to please you in everything, to be able to be there, to lift those people up that has fallen because he has studied and he knows you. And I thank you, Father, for him. I've never asked a question that he couldn't give me the answer. Even dreams and visions that I had were words that I didn't know a thing about. But he gave me the answer without even having to go pick up a book to find it out. And I thank you, Lord. Bless him now, Lord, and keep him. Lord, bless his family. You know all about him. When he is absent, you send your angels and encamp them out about his family, his household, and protect them in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. And we ask you to bless and take care of all the sick that are among us. Heal us, Lord. You told us that we are healed by your stripes. And we thank you, Father, and we praise you that we can have a pain and lift up holy hands and say, Lord, take it away, and you do it for us. And I thank you, I praise you, you're everything to us. And now, Lord, we ask you to bless all of those that are in school, uh, those that are first year in college. They need you, Lord. They need you. They need to know that they cannot follow all of the people that are around them, that they must live for you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as they did at home. Let them do it and order them to do it in school. And as they do their school works, Lord, cause them to study your word and apply it to their lives. Every one of them, Lord, in the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus. And, Lord, we ask you to bless every one of our nieces and nephews, those that are just coming out into the world. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let them realize that you are first, that you said first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the stuff that they're wanting and needing and think they have have to have. Lord, you will supply it because they're suiting and serving you. Cause them to remember that in the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus. All of those that are traveling, Lord, you give them traveling mercy in the name of Jesus. Send angels and encamp them round about them and deliver them from hurts, harms, dangers, accidents, sicknesses and diseases. You know all about us, Lord, and, and, and you you send angels to be our travel guides. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. You're everything to us. You're all we need, Lord. You're our beginning, our ending, and everything in between. We love you, Father, and we thank you. We thank you because you loved us uh, while we were yet sinners. You sent your son to suffer and to die for us, to buy us 
back to cleanse us with his blood. He took on our sinful flesh, Lord, and, and that we might take on his righteousness and cause every one of us to live a righteous and a holy life throughout our lifetimes, Lord. In the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, and we praise you. Cause us to be to everyone what you told us to be. You told us to love and cause us to love your people everywhere. Cause us to be humble before you and forgiving everyone that has done us wrong, Lord. We are your people. We are examples through the world to know how to come in and suit and serve you, Lord. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless the teacher that's going to teach this morning. Give us a word that's going to bless our very souls. Give us a word that's going to keep us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Give us a word that calls us to love you with everything that is within us. Give us a word that causes us to be just what you want us to be. What you put us on this earth earth to do, Lord, calls us to do it, and do it well. We love you, and we praise you. We honor you, Lord, in the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus. So bless this, bless this preacher this morning, the one that's going to preach your word, that's going to teach us how to live and to love you. Bless them, fill them up, running over with your word, and let it run over into our ears, cleanse our ears, so that we can hear and understand, know your word, and live it. We love you, Lord. You're all we need. You're everything to us. We thank you, Father, and we praise you. You're wonderful. You're all we need. Hallelujah to your name. Bless all those little young ones that's freshly born, Lord. Cause them to be taught of you. Cause the mothers and the fathers to know how to teach them and bring them up in the admiration of you, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. And we praise you. You're everything to us. You are all we need. Hallelujah to your name. Now bless us, Lord. Cause us to hear your word this morning and obey it. Hearing is one thing, but hearing and obeying is what you want us to do. It cause us to obey in Jesus' name. Is there someone on the line to teach this morning? I hear someone. If it's not the teacher... Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. You be blessed. Thank you. Good morning. I will be coming from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Let me praise and magnify you this morning. Thank you for another opportunity to come before your throne of grace share your word. They pray the hearts and minds for your people, their minds so that they understand, their hearts so that they receive, their ears so that they hear, so that there not be any interruption of any kind. Your word is going forth, oh God, that you will speak clearly to your people, so that they know what you want them to know, so they can do what you want them to do, to be doers of your word and not hearers only. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, God, for you are my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. 
Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I'm going to do the King James first, and then I'm going to do the New Living Translation. In the King James, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I'm going to read those same two verses in Hebrews 12 in the New Living Translation. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, to this life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Verse 2, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. If I had to put a topic to this this morning, it would be run your own race. In this Christian life, we have always or sometimes have heard people say that this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a long-distance race, like a marathon takes hours. This Christian journey is not something that we can travel quickly. When we start right now, we're going to hurry up and get to the finish line and get the prize that God has for us. It takes endurance. Endurance is strength. It's the ability to go a long distance without taking a break. And in order to run a marathon, you have to train for it. So in this Christian journey, we have to train. We have to study. We have to be taught. And we have to build up our endurance. Just like a little child. When they're born, his mother was praying for those newborn babies. When babies are born, they we can't give them steak and potatoes and bacon and eggs. We can't give them solid food. They must first get milk so that their bodies can grow and develop and their, their uh, digestive system will be able to take in the stronger foods. So I've always questioned why as Christians do we always want to take in the solid foods when we haven't even sat down to take in the milk of God's word. We want to skip over the basics of God's word, the John 3.16. We want to skip over the Genesis and go straight to the meat of the word when we haven't prepared our spirits to receive what God wants us to receive. In order to do that, we have to sit under sound and sound teaching, people who are living God's word. We can't get saved today and then say, okay, I'm going to go lay hands on the sick. I'm going to go 
preach the gospel to all the world. Like God said, yes, that's what he wants us to do. But we're not ready to endure it. We may not be like the sons of Sceva who, when they said, Paul, I know the the demonic spirits when they came from the the sons of Sceva, the demonic spirits told them, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, but who are you? And those demonic spirits overtook those sons because they did not personally. They were trying to speak about the Jesus that Paul knew. They tried to cast out those demonic spirits by saying the Jesus that Paul knows. We have to know him for ourselves in order to be able to do what he wants us to do. And then we have this, it says, a huge cloud of witnesses. The King James says, so great a cloud of witnesses. We have the angels cheering us on. We have people who have gone on before us, men and women of God, who he has has equipped to teach and train us, cheering us on, even though we may have never seen them, may have never met them. They paved the way for us to be able to do what God has called us to do. We can't do what they have done. We have to do what God wants us to do, but we can't do it when we are weighed down with the sins and cares of this world. It says to strip off every weight and sin that slows us down. Even the ones that trip us up easy, the ones that we know exist, but yet we still allow it to come around. We still give in to it. And we allow the enemy to hold us back from doing what God has called us to do. I ran track, and many of you may have ran, run track, or you may have seen someone run. And when you see us run, we don't have on sweatsuits and jeans and boots and hats and gloves and coats and carrying purses and bags and have wallets when we're running. Runners wear lightweight clothes. They a lot of times wear clothes that are close to their body. They wear shoes that don't even look like shoes. They wear them really thin because the less you have on when you're running, the less wind resistance you have, and you can move faster. So even when there's a strong wind coming at your face, you can, you're can you easier equipped to be able to press against that wind. When you have a wind coming behind you, it pushes you forward to make you run faster. Why do we insist on trying to work and live for God with all of this baggage? I preached a sermon before. It said, how much do you weigh? And we have all of this stuff weighing us down. We have things that we want people to see. That's what's on the outside of us. But what's underlying in you is still holding you back from completely living the life that God wants you to live, from completely allowing you to go and do what God wants you to go and do. Those are the things that he wants to get into your life. He wants to take them out. He wants to purge them up. 
and he wants to be the one that fills that area of that of your life. No, you may not always, you may not forget it, you may not forget the causes of it, but your response will be different when you allow God to enter into that part of your life. And I remember when I was in high school, I was a distance runner, so I ran the half mile, I ran a mile, I ran three miles for cross country, and then my teammates ran the sprints, the 100, the 200. And we knew we were going to compete against a team that we could beat, so we switched our races. So our distance runners ran sprints and our sprinters ran distance. As a distance runner, you have to prepare your body to be able to run faster, to run those shorter distances. So as distance runner, we were able to endure that sprint and get it over with, and our bodies didn't respond negatively where we were tired. But the ones who ran the sprint, they weren't used to running those distant races, those longer races where you had to have more of the endurance because they were fast and they thought they could do it the same way. I remember my teammate, after she ran two laps or a half mile, she just fell out in the middle of the field, and she said, I commend you all for being able to do this. I don't understand how you can do it. She said she would never do it again, and we, we helped her up, but we laughed at her. Because they always say, sprinters who people who run fast always say that they can beat us, they can do it. But it's not always about how fast you are, but how strong you are, how much endurance you have. And the word tells us that the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to the one who endures to the end. If you don't understand that example, think about the story of the tortoise and the hare, where the 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 hare who is the rabbit who's the fastest thinks that he's going to beat the turtle or the tortoise because they move so slow. So the hare takes time. He goes out really fast. and Then he stops along the course and smells the flowers and takes a break to talk to the other animals and then even takes a nap. And then all while the hare is doing this stuff, the turtle or the tortoise continues to move on. And he sees the hare taking a nap. And then the hare takes so long, sleeps too long, and end up, ends up losing the race to the tortoise, who is slow and steady. We have to be patient in this Christian journey. We have to endure to the end. We have to allow God to get into the innermost parts of our bodies, remove those barriers, help us lay aside those sins. And why do we need to do this? Because Jesus did it for us. He said we have to keep in verse to keep our eyes on him. He was the first champion. He is our example of faith. He is our example of endurance. Everything that Jesus went through, he had to have patience. And the the hugest hurdle, the hugest barrier that Jesus had to face was the cross, the shameful cross. It was an embarrassment. It was the worst type of punishment that people could endure. 
and he did it all just for you. And his reward, he's seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Your reward will be a crown of righteousness. You'll be have a white robe, and you'll be seated at his feet. But you have to endure. I'm trying to help God and move along fast-paced. Let him work in you, on you, and through you. But you can endure to the end. In Jesus' name. That's the word of the Lord. Father, I thank you for allowing me to speak to your people this morning. I pray that you give them an enduring heart, an enduring spirit that they will allow you to work in, on, and through them so that they won't run with speed at all times, God, but that they will have the strength and endurance so that you can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on up higher and live with him. I bless you, men and women of God. I bless Apostle for allowing me this time. Pray a special prayer for him. As Mother said, he's in, he's in class and he's studying. Pray for his strength. Pray that what he needs to know comes up out of him when he needs to present. Word of encouragement over email, over text, not asking for anything. But say, an apostle, I'm praying for you. Apostle, you have this. He needs to be encouraged, too. And until next Tuesday, I plead the blood of Jesus over all of you. That you will go forth and do what God has called you to do. Be encouraged and be strengthened. In Jesus' name, I thank you all. Have a great day. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.